Can you feel it? Can you feel the tension rising in this country? Good morning, Christian America. I know I feel it. I'm pretty sure you feel it. There's a growing tension, a growing expectation, a growing clash of ideologies of, against people of faith and people without faith. All the other issues are peripheral issues. And I think we're cutting through all of them. And we're finally starting to get down to the root core of the conflict. Those who believe in Christ, those who believe that God is the author of all things good, and those who do not. Where do you reside? It's a question that we have to ask ourselves. Let's talk about this briefly as we get ready to get into the weekend. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American revitalization effort. If you like this podcast, if you support messages like this one, if you get value from this content, we'd ask that you support us not through donation, but through participation. Share this video on your social media platform, wherever it is that you're watching it. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the button uh, to be notified when a new video drops. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, parlor. The, we have a rumble channel as well. So all the, uh, social media platforms, all the podcast platforms search good morning, Christian America, um, and subscribe to this podcast. We thank you for your support. As we look across the nation today, as we get ready to celebrate independence day and a happy early independence day to everyone out there, as we look across the nation, as we look at the state of the union, what do we see? Do we see the same things? Do you guys see the same things that, that we're seeing? The, the rise of conflict, the, the increased tension out there, it's, it's pretending to be political tension. It, they're, they're, it's a guise amongst quote unquote cultural issues, but that's not the real issue. All the issues that we see across this nation, all the issues that are dividing us, our politics, our race, our gender, our ethnicity, our backgrounds, our states, our education levels, our income levels, which college we went to, if we went to a college at all, all of these things that divide us, all of these things that divide us aren't the root cause, aren't the root issue. The root issue that we're that, that we're slowly making our way to, and maybe not slowly, maybe we're rapidly getting there, is that it really comes down to a conflict of, of two belief systems. A belief system of one that believes in God, one that believes that God is the author of all things good, that God is the author of life, that God is the author of marriage, that God set the rules that he's given us, his commandments, his uh, his both recommendations as well as his directives, the example that he set through Christ coming down for us, walking, giving his ministry, teaching us, leaving us his word and his example as how to live our lives the or the other view of the world. 
the other view of the world being the opposite of all those things, that there is no God, that there is nothing good, that good is a is subjective. And what's good for you may not be good for some someone else. That relativism is, is really how we interact with the world. That's the other train of thought, the other ideology that there, because there is no God, there is no objective truth. And if there is no God, there is no objective truth. Everything that has been built on the idea of God and objective truth should be torn down. It should be taken aback. It should be destroyed and, and something new should be built in its place. Now, something that has been built off of that idea of God as the author of all things good is, is quite literally what we celebrate this weekend. It's the founding of this nation. The founding of this nation from its very inception, the Declaration of Independence, where groups of men got together and determined that a king, a ruler, is no more an intermediary between God than themselves. And that they didn't need a king because the king was not divine. That there is only one who is divine and that's God who is divine. And scripture and Jesus says that any man can come to him. Matter of fact, scripture says that we are all a royal priesthood. Those who believe and follow Christ are a royal priesthood. Peter says that. So it's this idea that birthed a nation, birthed a nation of ideals, those ideals including, most importantly, equality. Now we can get into the long story discussion about whether or not it was equal at the time, but that's not what we want to talk about today. The idea of equality existed in the Constitution, the idea of equality and life and liberty and the pursuit of one's happiness existed in the Declaration of Independence. Those ideas, my friends, are built off of Scripture. Because without God as the author of life, there is no equality. Without God being the author of good things, of all good things, there is no, there is no life. So this nation was birthed off the idea that God creates all of us in his image, regardless of our skin tone, regardless of where we're from, that we are all family in Christ, that we are all sons and daughters of the one true God. But if you have an, a, a a section of society who does not believe that and not only does not believe that but believes everything in opposition to that then these are differences that are no that are no longer reconcilable they're irre irreconcilable that means we we can't come to an agreement because we see the world fundamentally too far, too much in opposition. 
That's a, sad, that's a sad state of affairs that we've entered into, but we have to recognize that it's where we're at. This division, this animosity, this uh, hatred, this tension in our society, this is where it leads. It leads to a clash of those who believe in God and those who do not. Those who follow the teachings of Jesus and those who do not. Those who believe what scripture tells us and those who do not. This is not an idea that I'm making up. This is a, an idea that is clearly in these pages. This is an idea that Jesus clearly talks about. When he says that there will come, there will come a time where the sheep will sit on the right and the goats will be sit on the left. And that one, the sheep will be in eternal happiness while the goats will be in eternal fire. Jesus says that the wheat will be separated from the chaff and that the chaff will be consumed in a fire. This is the tension that you feel. This is where the road leads. So now that we've discussed the problem, what do we do about it? I only have a, a few minutes with you this morning. But the first thing we need to do is look inward to ourselves and make sure that we're doing everything that we can to put ourselves in the position that God wants us. That we're trying our hardest to follow his commandments. And those commandments are to love our enemies. Paul makes clear that we aren't against people. I also want to make clear that the teaching and what I'm saying is not directed at any people. Because each person is capable of redemption. Each person is capable of repentance. It's what Jesus preached. It's what John preached before him. But what we are against are these ideas that the good is somehow relative, that the good is somehow subjective, depending on where you stand. These ideas that you can crush life in the womb, these ideas that marriage is a social construct and doesn't truly exist, this, these ideas that we can turn our children into the genders or the sexes that we so choose. These ideas cannot stand. These ideas must be defeated. And so what we must do is to focus ourselves to ensure that we are placing our trust in Jesus. That we are living out the lives that he has called us to. That we are following his commandments as best we can. That we are trying to walk that difficult road towards everlasting life than that easy, wide road that leads to destruction. But 
we must also turn to our lefts and turn to our rights. Grab our friends and our families and our children and our parents and our siblings and our neighbors. And we need to be encouraging them to live this life as well. We must be educating them as well as ourselves on the teachings of Christ and how the teachings of Christ have led to the birth of this nation. And that the teachings of Christ, which led to the birth of this nation, have resulted in the greatest prosperity and the greatest nation in the history of the world. Not because we are by ourselves exceptional, but the ideas that Christ has provided us, the lessons that he has taught us, the examples that he has set for us and commanded us will lead and have led to the greatest success in the history of the world. One that lifts up out of poverty, even though we're not all lifted up out of poverty at this point. One that grows and can do so much good for people who need help. The people of this country donate more money and time to the poor around the world than any other country. Don't let anyone tell you that we don't. We do. So the prosperity that we have seen resulting from the lessons that we have learned from scripture, not only help ourselves, but they help the needy within the country and, it help, and we help the needy around the entire world. When we lose this, we lose that. We have the answers to an everlasting life. We have the answers to a prosperous earthly life. We have the answers to all things that are good. We have the answers to all things that are righteous. We also have the answers to combat all the things that are not. We have the answers to combat the evil one and all of his works and all of his ideas. Those answers are found here. We must find the strength and the courage to meet the enemy on this battlefield of ideas, in this spiritual battle, so that the lives of our children and the lives of our grandchildren aren't infected with these evil ideas that circulate today. We don't want to be seen as the generation who just sat by and watched the gift of God's revelation be squandered. So hopefully you take something from this message today. Hopefully you think about this and you have a conversation with your family or your friends and the people you hang out with this uh, Independence Day. Hopefully that you're 
you're strong enough in spirit to speak out and to stand up for the ideas that we hold dearly in our faith because they are right. They are just because they've been handed down from God. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a happy, safe, fun, and blessed Independence Day. We look forward to seeing you again next week right here. Share this video, like this video, let us know what you think. Until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.